All right. Welcome to the Joe Kilgallen podcast, aka Kilgallen's Pub. Uh, big shout out to all the YouTube subscribers. You guys have been amazing. Um, everyone who listens on Apple and Spotify, I love you guys as well. Been putting out a lot of great content on the YouTube channel, including part one of a documentary in which I'm calling it The Return, in which I had my man James Webb follow me around with a camera. And we um, I had three sets in one night. It was kind of like my return after about a five-month laugh into Chicago comedy. Did two spots at the Laugh Factory, one at Joe's on Weed Street. Released that today. Today is Tuesday, September 15th. So check that out, everybody. Um, and then part two and three will be the following weeks. Now, I realize I'm doing this on Zoom for the first time in a long time. Normally, I go StreamYard. But StreamYard has been pissing me off like you wouldn't believe. We're switching to speaker view. Um, that way you don't just see Sarah Perry, my guest, bored out of her mind as I'm explaining this shit. <laughs> there she is. She laughed. So the camera went right to her. That's what's cool about you on Zoom. I wish StreamYard had a little bit of speaker view, but they do not. Look, StreamYard had been good to me for a while, but I don't know what the hell was going on. And I'm really pissed because I paid for StreamYard. So I have it where I could stream from like seven different platforms at once. I stopped going live for a while though, because it was too distracting. Like, you know, people would be commenting. I'd be reading that instead of talking to people. And I thought it was a bad podcast to do it that way. And there was other aspects of StreamYard I liked a lot, but lately it's been um, sucking major dick and not in the good way. Sometimes you want to suck major dick or you want your, your dick to be majorly sucked. So I'm not knocking dick sucking. There's still, you know, I'm going to bring in our guest on that note, actually. <laughs> um, a returning guest been on the podcast numerous times, always very popular. I get great feedback on her episodes. Really? Uh, yeah, you, you get a lot of really good feedback. A fantastic stamp comedian who's actually been tearing it up. I feel like COVID, <laughs> like uh, a, a bad thing happened to her, but like <laughs> true artist, she turned it into absolute gold as a stand-up comedian, and we'll get to that and, and so much more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Sarah Perry. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. What, what a journey to get here. I what a journey. <laughs> Here's the backstory. This is our third attempt. Of, I think it is our fourth? Fourth, actually. Okay. We recorded somewhat of one th almost a month ago now, and I, okay. there was chunks of it that sounded great. And then chunks of it where it was just this horrible echo that was impossible for me to continue because I just couldn't concentrate. I'd say a word and then five seconds later, it would be played back in my ear and it was really annoying. And I wasn't sure if that was going to show up on the podcast. Anyway, long story short, you guys don't give a fuck about technical difficulties, technical difficulties. But I was like, we got to end this. And she was so cool to be like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just an hour and a half of my night wasted. Well, you scared me. You looked like you were going to punch the computer. <laughs> so I was like, it's okay. <laughs> You know, you're not wrong. I definitely did. Um, I, I threw some stuff. You got to see that on camera. Maybe I'll yeah. set on the Patreon, everyone. <laughs> Subscribe yeah. to Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Joe Kilgallen for all sorts of bonus flip outs. Yeah, I was just fed up because I was having camera or microphone problems for a while now. And I've been putting energy into my own home studio. Like I got the sweet backdrop. You know, I, I designed it way where I got like some toys. I got some bottles of whiskey, a little Chicago flag, my man, uh, Chris Bryan on the wall, a couple record albums that I, I taped to the wall there. Also this brown background I ordered from Amazon. So, cause my regular tan walls, you know, with my, Wait, so I'm sorry, you went from, you went from tan to brown. That was your choice. Well, it wasn't like tan. It was more like, like a light color, like my skin, it matched my skin tone. So it's almost beige walls. I guess beige is the word I'm looking for, not tan. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, was, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know what? I guess that makes you don't want anything too bright. So that's fair. 
Yeah, so you want a darker backdrop because I'm my skin is bright as hell. Mine too, man. We're pasty fucks, you know. I love being pasty. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Oh, I've got a yeah. I'm I'm cool with it too. I I get out of parking tickets for being pasty. These <laughs> <laughs> days, everybody. That's how we. That's how we truly end racism by being honest about our privilege. That's it. Get tickets because I look like this. That's the truth of it. They go look at them blue eyes. We love you, Joey. Get out of here. Drive a little slower next time. Get out of here. Yeah, totally. So Sarah, we had some some gems on the last one that we're going to do our best to try to recreate. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Just, you know, go with the flow and have a good time. You got your ass dumped hard over. <laughs> such a jerk off way. Of- that's like the meanest anyone's put it so far. But yeah, that's what happened. No, that's what happened. Whatever. I mean, look, though. Hey, you know, you're a goddamn catch. And I... Yeah. I, I said it in a jerk way because I feel like you and I have tried to start this conversation so many times and it just hasn't played out. No, it's fine. It, I, it is what it is. It happened. It sucks, but it happened. So what are you going to do? I know you're still a little heartbroken over it. Uh, oh, I, I just got done crying after it. <laughs> right before I came on. Sarah? I cry, no, I cry in the shower. And then I cry when I wake up because I have dreamt about it and then I cry when I go to sleep so only like three cries a day unless I don't shower then it's two cries a day wow <laughs> just kidding I'm or am I I don't know it's hard it's hard it's hard it's so hard when you're kidding sometimes because I've noticed there's been a shift in your stand-up since you come back where it's so much more autobiographical I feel like you're talking about your life more not that you weren't before but I feel like there was observations in there where now it's straight. Here's what I'm going through. Yeah. You had a really funny tweet the other day about say, t- hitting up your therapist being like, this is an emergency. And then your therapist being like, what is it? And you're like, not much. How are you? You know, Because every time I'm, I, I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, I email her at like 2 a.m. And I'm like, I really need you. And then so we'll meet two days later at 2 p.m. And she's like, what, what was going on? And I was like, well, you know, let's start with you. Like, how, how's your life going? <laughs> like, I do my best to avoid talking about my feelings at all costs. Like, if I'm not in the mood, I got to be in the mood. To, you know what I mean? I don't know. But I got a lot of feedback. Everyone was like, I do that with my therapist. So, I need really, to see a therapist. Yeah. Doesn't it, don't you think everybody should see a therapist? Everyone, especially men in their 30s, please. Please do. Was please. your... Huh? Is your ex a man in his 30s? Yes. Uh, how old are you? You're 36? 35. Thank you. He's a year younger than you. Oh, he's 34? I'm actually going to be 36. Yeah. In the- oh. He's a grown-ass man. Grown-ass adult man. Well, the reason I say everybody should, and you're like, yeah, especially men in our, in our 30s. And also, how about a little understanding for men in our 30s? Maybe life isn't so easy on us. Everyone just assumes you're a man, that things are great. Maybe that society's been unfair to us where we have to live up to all these fucking uh, unfair expectations that the whole world puts on us. Oh, so what? We don't bleed, Sarah. So what? But still. <laughs> that, we- is- <laughs> that has nothing to do with why he needs to see a therapist. I agree with you on that. But like, it's just a lot of issues. A lot of issues. I think everybody should. It's so, it's like, it was, it's just, it was so like taboo. And now it's like not, and I don't know. Like people like, we're like all against it. Now they're, everyone's like, oh, everybody should do it. And then they're like nerds and then they're like, good for you. And so like, I think some people like, I don't know, everybody should. You know what I'm doing? I'm doing something that you did the last time you were on my podcast, but we were in a studio. I'm spilling beer 
all over myself right now. You I gave hope- me so much shit for that. It was like I didn't laughed. I thought it was funny. How much did you spill? Right now I'm spilling a bunch, but luckily I put my feet there, so it's spilling all over my feet. Sorry, I moved away from the microphone, everyone. I just opened up a PBR slowly, so it wouldn't crack, and then it just started to come all the way out. Do you want to see what I'm drinking? Of course I do. Tito's homemade vodka. <laughs> handmade or homemade? Handmade. Handmade. Hold on, I think I have a little towel behind me. All right, this is thrilling uh, listening, everybody. Uh, no, so yeah. I- Last time you did, you spilled beer. I thought it was funny because you were slurping off the table. I wasn't mad at you. What was oh, that? Oh, yeah, I did. James Webb, you know, everyone who's the, the founder of the People of Comedy Podcast Network. Everyone check out all the great podcasts on the People of Comedy Podcast Network. He uh, said something about, like, <laughs> Dale McPeak was on once, and he spilled beer. And he was like, don't worry about it. And Dale was like, motherfucker, you were yelling about coasters earlier. And you're uh-huh. telling me don't worry about spilled beer all over the fucking place? So yeah, anyway though, what is going on in your little room right now? There is, you're in like a witness protection room. How come there's- You know, um, this is like the one corner of my apartment that I haven't decorated yet. I just moved to a new apartment by myself. You're in the corner? What? That poster behind you on the floor. This is like my, well, I'm wearing my boxers right now. Looks like I'm wearing no pants, but this is like my makeshift of all my female comedian people. I don't know. Cause I did the rest of my apartment very adult. No, it's like, like it's like I like got rid of all my like kid art and my best friends, so Rob Peruzish and Joe Loizel came over and they were like, you got to get rid of some of this stuff because it looks like a college dorm room. And I was like hanging up stringed lights and I was like, huh, <laughs> what do you mean? And so <laughs> I got rid of that. They made me get rid of that lamp that has like the five heads that's like in every <laughs> dorm room. <laughs> they made me get rid of. I used to have one of those, and now I want one back. Those were convenient. You should have bought mine off me. I sold it on Facebook Marketplace. For how much? 15 bucks. Yeah, I would have bought it off you for sure. I want one of those because as someone who's been filming a lot of stuff, those are handy as hell because you can put different- Exactly! Why would you listen to those two fucking idiots? They were so mean to me. And then they made fun of my TV stand, so I got rid of that and got a real one, you know? You want me to mount a TV? I've mounted every TV in my house. That sounds sexy. That sounds sexy? Let me come over and mount your TV. What's up? <laughs> Mary, come on. You can't be. That's like my brother saying You're like my brother. That's so gross. Ew. Yeah, I know, but we, you could have played along for like half a second. You're the one who was like, I'm married. <laughs> yeah, funnier when I say it because I don't know. Okay, whatever, Sperry. I'm married too, so back off. Yeah, I'm married to the Lord, right? I've heard you found Jesus during all of this. Can you imagine if I did? Ugh. Poster though. That's like all your comedy heroes. You made a collage of them. It's just mostly, I did it in college. It's mostly Schumer, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus. Julie Louise Dreyfus. Let's talk about her for a few seconds. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld recently on Hulu, which I like Hulu. And Julie Louise Dreyfus is incredible. She's hysterical in that. She's amazingly talented. Seems like a great person, blah, 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 blah. But let me just say this. She is now in her 50s. I think she's hotter today than she was in the 90s when she was in. hotter, yeah. I don't don't understand. How does someone get hotter when they're, was it just that hairstyle looking back wasn't so good? Yeah, usually women do the opposite and 
men are the ones that get hotter with age. Like, look at fucking Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, literally anybody. Um, got to deal with the devil, though. He hasn't aged in like. 50. I know it's so creepy, but yeah, she's hot. And he's in his fifties. So every time I think to myself, "Oh, Joe, the days of having a six pack are over," I look at that guy and I'm like, "I could get it back." So hot, so hot. He's a he's a handsome man, that Paul Rudd. I'll give him that. Yeah. Who's it? Who's your like dudes that you're? Oh, we've talked about this before. You're into like uh like band guys, right? You like all these like pop punk dudes. I am, but I just saw a movie last night in theaters for the first time since uh, March, probably beginning of March. And I saw, and he's not very po- like popular, I don't think, because he was in Twilight. But Edward Pattinson is one of the hottest, like I'm watching this movie and he's such a good actor, but people kind of write him off because of Twilight. But like, if you've seen anything else that he's in, anything else, he's phenomenal. Good Time? What? Was the movie called Good Time or what movie was it? It was Tenet. It just came out. Tenet, one that just came out. That's right. It was so confusing, but his face was so del- Like, I wanted to fucking sit on this. The whole time I was just like, I want to suffocate you in between my thighs. Like, he's, I've never said that about any man ever. I just want to like, Argh! It was so hot. So that's my guy right now. That's a good one. I'm on a Scarlett Johansson kick lately because I've been watching a lot of the Marvel movies. Who is it? You know, when I went to the SNL after party, she was one of the big celebs there. And I couldn't stop staring at her. One, because she was famous, but two, because I was just like, you really look like that in real life. Like, she's just... You know, I've wanted to have, uh, I know a model. She was like a Maxim's hometown hottie and she was, you know, a bunch of other stuff. She was... She's been in a million things, calendars, and like she's got a shitload. She's like an Instagram too, but she's like a regular model as well. And I've always wanted to ask like someone who's super, super hot. It has to be a woman too, because super hot guys are boring. I think, at least to me, they are. What is it like? Like, at what age do you realize everybody wanted to bang you, and how process that? Because you just get everything you want, like. If I could do it all over again, I'd come back. I know a lot of people were like, oh, women have it so hard. And they do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not being one. Of, I, I was joking around earlier. Women have it way harder than men. But if I were to come back as anything, I'd come back as a really hot woman. Like Scarlett Johansson hot? Because you got to be really hot. Like super hot. Like Scarlett Johansson, Blake Lively. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There's a million. Not a million, but there's a lot. Where yeah. you see them and your brain goes to, that's what you look like like holy shit how are you this hot yeah not just walking around and that's why they're always smiling because they're like i'm so fucking hot i think she's a great actress too yeah she is think yeah. the year she had in 2019 in 2019 scarlett johansson was nominated for two oscars in the same year she was nominated for best actress for uh marriage story and oh, she was yeah. nominated for best actress for jojo rabbit and the she did she came out his three movies came out in 2019 for her the third movie was avengers endgame which is the highest grossing movie of all time so So how much is she worth she's got to be worth fuck man i don't know she's getting she's probably one of the highest paid actresses which probably puts her like 15 million 20 million a picture yeah yeah, and she's got married to Colin Jost, a dude who I've met a couple times. And actually, I know that's so random. Have you ever played Whirly Ball? No. All right, Whirly Ball, everyone is I think pretty unique to Chicago. 
So those of you listening around the world, this is Whirly Ball. You're in bumper cars, essentially. And except for they hit way harder. And you're holding like a mini lacrosse stick. Like lacrosse stick, but only if it was like a handle, not like really long, right? And you get a wiffle ball. That's like the ball. And you try to score on almost like a basketball hoop, but it's not like a hoop that comes out. It's just like a hole in a backboard. And while you're doing that, you are bashing into other people in your like bumper car. And you could get some fucking whiplash playing this game. It's a vicious game, but it's fun as hell because you get real drunk and it's, it's just an exciting game. I don't know. I've, I've got to, I want to have a comedian outing where I, all the Chicago comedians go to Worley Ball and we film it because it'll be a, a goddamn riot. That would be funny. It would be. All right, let's go back to talking about your breakup, huh? I wanted to, I wanted to lighten the mood by switching gears a little bit. Here's where I wanted to talk about women hotter than me. Let's do it. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's hotter than everybody, though. That's yeah. you talked about your boy uh, Robert Pattinson. That's true. Rated actor. That dude is a really good actor. So good. When I heard he was going to be uh, the the next Batman, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "That's how everyone reacted to Heath Ledger's Joker, and he was amazing as Joker." So. He, does, he gets like intense, like Heath did it, from what I heard, because he did that Lighthouse movie, like that black and white movie, which I didn't like. I saw with my ex boyfriend, but he like said he did an interview during his like uh during the or after the film he did an interview saying that during the scenes where he had to cry he would like shove his finger down his throat make himself throw up so his eyes were all red and puffy and like literally crying and his co-star was like what the fuck are you doing and he was just like that's what he did to make him like literally throw up actors are weird i know I, that Like that level though, I guess if you're going to be that paid that much and that wide of an audience, like if you were going to do a set where you knew, say I told you, Hey, next Friday, we're going to live stream your Laugh Factory set and 5 million people are going to watch it. I'd do it naked. Probably. You would do it naked? <laughs> Just to, I mean, you don't give the only fans away for free. What you do is. You, I know. I know. And then say, here's my only fans, everybody come to the party. <laughs> You know, I fucking riffed the other day at Laugh Factory. Someone was talking about how I was like asking how everybody's been doing with the quarantine up top. And some guy was like, I'm doing great. I got a promotion. And everyone was like, fuck you, dude. What? And I just like riffed. I go, I tried to start an OnlyFans and they paid me to get off their website. And it got an applause break. And I was like, am I that ugly? <laughs> Oh, you're not. That's just a fun, like, misdirection type of thing. It was so funny. And so now it's in my set. There you go. That's pretty good. Didn't you post, like, a thirst trap on Instagram the other day? You know what I have been doing? Because I saw, um, not that I didn't know already that the world is on fire, but I saw, like, a tornado, a fire NATO. Did you see that? That looks scary as hell. And then, like... Just the haze of like California. I'm just like, oh, we're gonna like, it's gonna end soon. And I was like, I can't not, you know, just show off a little taste. I don't wanna give the whole thing away, but I was feeling sexy and that's a rare thing, especially right now. I've been depressed for like months. And I was like, I'm gonna post this. And then of course my DMs, I was like, what, what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> What's the creepiest DM you've gotten from that? Free, um, uh, no, not creepy, just like, like, how much can I pay you to see the uncensored version, or where's your OnlyFans, or like, 
why don't you respond to that with an insanely high number? And then, well, did you, my post, I said 6,000 or 6 million euros or something as a joke. Uh, and someone was like, is that negotiable? And I was like, well, because once it's out there, it's like out there. Like if I get like a set on Jimmy Fallon, the night it premieres, that's going to be out next to it. You know what I mean? Of course, you're, I'm only messing with you. Don't ever, don't do that. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. But the weirdest DM I ever got, because somebody asked me this one time, it was like maybe a year ago, was, I got like three in a row from three separate dudes, not in like totally in a row, but like within a day. And they all had to do just randomly with a jar of peanut butter. Like one of them was like, I want to hit you in the head with a jar of peanut butter. One was like, I want to stick my dick in a jar of peanut butter and stick it in you. And one was like, I want to eat peanut butter off you. And I was like, what? I like literally looked at all three profiles. I was like, do these people know each other? It was so weird. Was it like National Peanut Butter Day on Twitter or something? I don't know. I didn't post anything about peanut butter, but obviously I DM'd um, the guy that was going to hit me in the face because, like, knock me out first. But, like, I... <laughs> that, what? So I said, what a sweetheart to knock you out first. That's such a weird, specific thing. Sometimes, you know, I'm getting older, and I worry that I'm behind on the times with certain things. Like, you know, we were talking about Paul Rudd earlier. Paul Rudd did a thing about like, hey, young people, you know, for like New York about like wearing masks and stuff like that. And he was using all of like the slang that like 20 year olds use. And I don't get a lot of it. Like when someone says like bet, I don't get that. Like bet. Like what, what, what do you mean bet? Like do you want to bet on that? But it doesn't sound like they're using it in the context of, hey, let's gamble. I never got any of, I was always the last. And then by the time I figured it out, I was like, oh, it's on to the next thing. I'm like, whatever. I'm just well, going to. You're 25 though. So like, what is a simp? When someone says this guy's a simp, what does that mean? Like a pimp? I don't know. Simp with like an S, like S-I-M-P. You don't know? I, I genuinely don't know. I don't know. Well, see, even though you're young, you've always hung out with old people, I feel like. I always have. Like when I entered the scene, I was 21 and everybody was in their 30, late, mid 30s, late 30s, or the people I hung out with, like the cool people that like I liked. Cause like, I don't know, but yeah, I don't, who gives a shit? That's like, I feel like that's people, that's like, what's the generation below us, below millennials, Gen Z? Which that's I'm them. Part of. You're like a baby millennial. I'm an old millennial. You're like a baby millennial. I know, I know. Yeah. Be Gen Z. But like, if I was like in middle school right now, oh my God, fuck me. That's terrible. If you're in middle school right now or high school right now, that sounds terrible. Middle school right now would be pretty bad, but these are probably oh. people who are DMing you about peanut butter though. I, I was just, I brought up the whole slang thing or not slang, but like, I guess slang. Cause I was wondering, is like that a thing? It's like, you know, like a couple of years Very ago. Very well could have been. And here I am thinking, oh, actual peanut butter. Like, I don't know. Well, there's that peanut one joke that is considered like one of the more offensive jokes of all time. It was a joke. There was an episode of How I Met Your Mother where Neil Patrick Harris's character Barney said the joke to the redhead on the show. I forget her name now. Alison Hennigan. Uh-huh. And they, they use it as an excuse because they her in real life she was pregnant, so she wasn't going to be in the next three or four episodes. But they were saying the joke was so offensive that she was like, I can't hang out with you anymore. And she was just, she disappeared for like four or five episodes. But what it was, was it? I don't. Here was the joke. What's the difference between peanut butter and jam? I can't peanut butter my fist up your ass. Something like that, but some people do it like where it's they go even crazier with it. Like, I can't. And they, they were like, We need to put this in this episode. <laughs> well, he just 
you know, he said the start of the joke and then the answer, they like. But isn't that Barney's, isn't that his character? That he's super like. Uh, he's like awful. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, they didn't get in trouble for it. People thought it was funny and all that kind of stuff. But I know that's one of those jokes that's gone around as being like. That's, oh, that's nothing. No, because some people make it even more offensive where they go like, I can't peanut butter my dick and do like a little kid's asshole or they just go even crazier. Oh, okay. Well, that's bad. Just repeating a joke, everyone. Because the right. way society right now, everyone's talking about. I'm just going to cut that clip. <laughs> you're right. We were talking about how when you do Fallon one day, it's going to be you responding to DMs and how much money you'd uh, show your feet. And then me, it's going to be that clip taken out. I of would for sure show my feet. I was actually talking to somebody about this because they're like, would you ever do um a uh, uh only fans and i said if i wasn't trying to be sick in the public eye or successful like that like that way absolutely like if i was in a total jam for money like a lot of people are right now and that's why they're doing it i would for sure who cares the only one i would do right now is feet because you can't tell everything else on my body has tattoos everywhere so i'm gonna be like oh that's that was scary because we're nasty woman tattoo on her ass <laughs> with feet though even if even if they knew for sure it was your feet, wouldn't you just be like, yeah, I mean, it was 2020. It was a weird year. I needed some extra cash, so I showed pictures of my feet. I yeah, I would. Uh, if someone's listening right now and you want to see pictures of my feet, they start at five. What do you think is reasonable? $100? $500? $5. dollars Listen, anyone watching this on YouTube right now, listening on you know Spotify, whatever, what's with – if you're a foot dude, no judging. There's no judging here. No, not at all. I never judge. People like what they like. For sure. I, I'm very curious why, though. Fucking why. What is it about feet? Everyone has feet. I don't understand. I mean. I read somewhere, I heard somewhere that there's like some, some, this sounds fake now that I'm saying it out loud, but some muscle or like counterpoint in your foot, it's like the, like in your brain, it's like very close to the sexual lobe in your brain or something. And that's why, and I was like, that kind of sounds like it could be real or fake. I, I think it was just a creep trying to explain. <laughs> no, that could be a real thing for sure. I think, look, I think like massaging someone's feet, I could see that being like sensual to the point where it's like, oh, I'm turned on. But these dudes are literally like, let me see pictures of your feet. I don't get the pictures. Like I get if you want to like touch them. Yeah, if you want to touch them and like rub them. Like how do you jerk? How do you jerk off to a picture of feet? That's what I'm asking the world because apparently there's dudes who do that shit. I'm gonna come in between your toes and make them web. <laughs> Did I just come up with a new bit? You <laughs> came up with something. I think you came up with a lot of things. A tweet at the least. Not just no. Don't ruin that. Don't waste it on Twitter. Take that one to the stage. It's great there. Don't look back. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's Funny, dude. Funny, but imagine if you were hooking up with a guy and he was like, "I want to come between your toes." Come looks exactly like web. It makes total sense. It, it looks. It, like it depends. Like if I was dating the guy for a year and he was like, "There's something I haven't told you," and I, I just like I've always wanted to come in between your toes. I'd be like, "Okay." If it was the first, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I don't know. Who's dropping that nugget on the first date? That's like not. Yeah, that's a pretty weird one. I don't know. At this point, I'm just like. As long as you can, like, get hard, I guess. And my expectations are so low. It's so embarrassing. You're literally, you set the bar so low. 
<laughs> you have a face. <laughs> face, and can it get hard? Like, like what it's supposed to do? Even if your dick like got cut off in a horrible accident, you can just lay next to me while I fuck myself. <laughs> Ow! I don't like hearing about stuff like that. That makes me weird. Makes me queasy. What about hearing about like catheters? I don't. That sounds awful too. Yeah, that shit freaks me out. I was talking about it when um. I, I had a, I talked about Chadwick Boseman dying. You know, he died of colon cancer. Yeah. I'm like four or five years away from when you're supposed to get a colonoscopy, and that just sounds bad. But then, good listener, I'll give him a shout out right now. Ron Grant, very good dude. He uh, told me, he's like, no, nah, you got to get one. Also, they knock you out nowadays. He goes, the only part that sucks is I guess you have to drink all this liquid to clear yourself, right. detox yourself going into it. But he goes, I, I remember counting backwards or something like that. And then I woke up and I'm like, oh, there's, it was over? Cool. Like, thank God for that. Because imagine back in the day, you were awake while they were shoving a, like a little tiny camera thing up your asshole. Well, so do you want to hear a story that only my family knows? That I was going to do a storytelling show once and do this, but it, like for some reason the show got canceled. Um, but... <laughs> Both my sisters are married, two of my sisters are married. And one of my sisters, it was the night before her wedding and I like hadn't shit for like a week. I was like, every, and I was talking about like, everyone was like, what's wrong? Where are you eating? And I was just like, so backed up. And I had to squeeze into this fucking like bridesmaid dress. And I was like, I feel fat. I feel gross. I don't know what to do. I can, I have a healthy digestive. Like I've never have issues shitting. And both my sisters are nurses. And as a joke, my dad goes back into his bathroom and comes out with a, oh my God, enema. Oh, an enema. Oh my God. Ow, ow. Like he just had it on hand, which was really weird. And we're all laughing and drinking and joking. And we're like, haha, very funny. And, and then my sister Amy was like, like, I'll do it. Like, she's like, I've seen horrible things. Like, I'll do it. And I was like, no, come on. And like, we're wasted. We go up in my bedroom and everyone's downstairs, but they, they can hear us. Is there, is there a reception going on or? No, no, no. So this is the night before the wedding. The night before, sorry, I missed that tidbit. So the next morning was going to be the wedding. And so I was just like, I was like, I don't want to feel like I have a brick in my stomach. And my sister's laughing and I'm laying on my side of my bed with my pants down. And she goes, stop clenching, stop clenching. And everyone's downstairs going, <laughs> like they can hear everything. And I go, I'm scared, I'm scared. She goes, you gotta stop clenching. And then all of a sudden she goes, there it is. <laughs> oh, oh no. And I go, <sighs> and then everybody downstairs is cracking up because they hear the whole thing. And I've never had anything shot like it's water, shut up your ass. The feeling is, I can't even, it didn't hurt. Like I'm sure a colonoscopy maybe does, but like two seconds later, I was shitting my brains out. It was unlike anything I've ever felt in my life. And just the fact that my sister like saw the inside of my butthole and I haven't even seen the inside of my butthole. I mean, you never want to, right? No, There's no. Parts of your body, you never want to see the inside. I get really freaked out when I see like dudes bare, hairy butt cheeks. Like if my ex wasn't, we were in the shower together, I'd like look away. I just, I don't, everyone's like, ooh, women, boys' butts. Women love boys' butts. I'm like, what about, ew, what about them? Like, ew. Boo, boys' butts. I don't like butts. So butt. gross. I don't like my own ass. I don't. I'll admit I got, I got. Yeah, you're a dude, so it's like, why would you? Yeah, I don't know. Men's bodies are pretty fucking gross. So gross. Like I understand. So gross. 
in being bisexual. I don't understand. I understand gay men, be gay, of course, but I don't get liking both because if you could like the one thing, what's appealing about the other thing? I mean, again, no judging everybody. I'm just saying I mentally don't, can't grasp it. Well, that's you. Yeah, that's you. There you go. Then now you know you're straight. Yeah, I just, I just think dudes, I wish, I don't know. I kind of, it'd be a pain in the ass, but I kind of think that we should be shaving more parts of our body. Yeah. You know, but your, your last dude had a beard. So do you prefer beards? Yes. See the problem. And I hate bald dudes. Nobody can pull off a bald head. Nobody. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, fuck you. Unless you're wearing like, you have to wear like a backwards hat and then it's like, whatever. But like, I just, I've seen so many like hot men with great hair, like shave their heads, like be kooky. And it's like, you look like a, like a tip of a penis. Man. I mean, I don't know what to say to that. Cause I feel like I'm I just doing this to your hair right now. And you would look so bad, Joe. Oh my God. You look, and you're so pale already. Yeah. I'm glad I still have my hair. Ew. Oh my God. Uh, I, got, so I got too much hair right now. I feel like we're just shitting on bald people right now. I know. I mean, but I like that bald people can like laugh at themselves, you know, because they have to. Because if you don't, it's like. I think it's coming. Here's the thing, bald men listening out there. I'll give you some positive hope. I, yeah. I think a cure is on its way because we know who funds medical research in this country. Also, I think it's going to become more and more acceptable for men to get hair plugs and things like that. And hair plugs look better now. It's not like it was. 15 years ago. Yeah, they look great. Yes. You mentioned um, earlier, you mentioned Steve Carell being a good- Yes, I was just going to bring that up. Definitely hair plugs. And who else? Matthew McConaughey, hair plugs. Why not? It's becoming, yeah, why not? If women could wear makeup and do all sorts of other stuff, uh, why can't men do some of those things Whatever too? Whatever you want, dude. It's your body. Hell yeah. Do you feel like it's going to help your self-esteem and you're not going to yeah. be detriment to society because you're all pissed off because you're bald? Yeah, exactly. Throw some hair up there. I'm all mm -hmm. for it. All right. Um, I did want to, you had a hilarious story that you started to tell me one of the millions of times we failed at doing this podcast in which you had a, had a thing with the gynecologist. Oh yeah. That's my closer right now. It's crushing. You're doing it on stage now? Oh yeah. It's crushing. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's okay. So I don't want to waste one of your stand up bits if that's what it is. Uh, it is, but I mean, well, it's a story. People are going to hear it anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I just remember you telling me and just being like, holy shit. So what had you got like multiple? Oh yeah. Cause I guess the first time we tried to do this, it was like right after. Yeah. So it was my birthday. And then like a week later, my boyfriend broke up with me. So like on my birthday we had sex. And then, so like he broke up with me a week later and like half a week or I do a Zach Morris timeout. He broke up with you a week after your birthday? It was like two weeks, maybe, maybe two weeks. Okay. What was his present for you then? Did he get you a good gift at least? Oh, he fucking made me a fucking scavenger hunt. And I like opened one card and it rhymed to the next clue. And then I went around my apartment and I went down to the laundry room. Oh, a little rhymy note to the next clue. And then the end my teddy bear that he got me a while ago on my bed was holding the final clue. And it was this card 
that's like, you're the most beautiful, sexiest, funniest, gorgeous, perfect woman I've ever met in my life. I love you so much. Yeah, it was a lot of time when I do it. I'm still, I mean. Real quick though, be honest. At the time, did you love it? Absolutely. But not cheesy. Well, now that I know that it obviously either wasn't real or he's just a horrible, horrible person, which that's what I'm leaning on right now. Do you think if the whole COVID-19 and the, the quarantine and everything being shut down, do you think you guys would stay together? I literally asked him that after he broke up with me. I go, if COVID didn't happen, would we still be together? And he goes, I don't know. And I'm like, I'd rather you be like, no, we wouldn't be, you know? But like, to be like, I don't know, maybe this disease was the reason we broke up. I'm like, fuck. I'm telling you, dude, there's so, and I talk a lot, a lot about this in my new set. Like, I hate to like be like, oh my God, don't, you know, I'm so dramatic. But I've spoken to like a few people, a few women have like slid in my DMs and been like, yo, this happened to me, or I think it's about to happen to me. I'm having issues with my partner because of COVID and just said that it's just, I mean, it's not just an ordinary breakup. I talked to this person all day, every day for a year. He told me he wanted to marry me. told me I was the love of his life. He told me everything I wanted to hear. Everybody loved him. All my friends loved him. My family, his dad would FaceTime me. I loved everybody. And for him to just go out of nowhere. And during the breakup, he was like, I still love you and I need you in my life. I never heard from him again. Yeah, that joke, we're not going to spoil, but you have a great joke about why would I be friends with you? And it's really, really. Yeah, that's good. But I just think. From view, that's why I was curious about the gift. He put a lot of thought into it, right? Yeah. I've, I've come across dudes who they, when they've got one foot out the door, that's when they get extra nice for some weird reason. Fuck that. I don't know why. And fuck him. Then he's a really, really horrible person, honestly. It's the opposite. It's one or the other. There's no, it's rare. It's rare that, here's what I've noticed from talking to female friends. They'll be like, I didn't know where he became the biggest piece of shit ever. And when I hear that, I go, well, this is what's happening. He wants you to dump him. He's already decided that he doesn't want this relationship to go any further. See, that wasn't like this. Like the morning he broke up with me. Yeah, I'm saying two sides. Sweetheart, I love you. Bye, sweetheart, love you. So he's, and this is what I was talking about on Paul Farber's Singles Only podcast with Marty DeRosa, who like Marty was like, I'm a bad, I was a bad boy. I can relate. Like he was kind of playing devil's advocate and I understood what he was saying, but I was just like, all the guys I've dated have been like from the outside, total bad boy. Like if I didn't think I was going to get my heart broken, I was an idiot. You know what I mean? Like knew it from the start. And I would have rather him been that way than like this hidden guy behind this fake nice facade. Who's really just a bad dude. Like who, like why that's so disgusting and icky to like put on this mask and then just like, drop somebody out of nowhere and like not give a shit it it like really 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 fucked me up so well that's what i mean though i'm telling you when i i've from what i've heard it's rarely oh the writing was on the wall and slowly but surely this relationship fell apart it's always things were great and then he dumped yeah. or things just out of nowhere went so horrible where it was just like one morning 
he woke up and he was just the biggest piece of shit. And when I hear that, I'm like, oh, he was being a, an asshole because he doesn't have the guts to dump you and he wanted you to do it. I'm yeah. Like, and he do he was for sure acting like depressed, but I was too, like COVID had just started and we were like, everyone was like, what the fuck's happening? What are we doing? Everything shut down. Like, like everybody was freaking out. This was new for literally everybody. So like, we were kind of like in a weird place, like, and I was like, are we okay? And he's like, oh my God. Yeah, baby, we're okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Move, move, move. Future. Everyone had an uncertain future and a lot of people just did not know how to handle it. I guess what it comes down to, and this is what my therapist said and my friends say and blah, blah, blah. And I don't get this because I've had depression, anxiety since I was nine years old. And when I feel that way, I want people, my loved ones close to me. But when certain people feel depressed, they push loved ones away. And I've never understood that. To me, that's like a total cliche. And it makes absolutely no sense. Like, oh, you're trying to save them from the hurt. And it's like, you're, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't get that. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, but you really, you don't know what's going on in someone else's head. That's what depression is. It's good that everyone's talking about depression more and more. I think you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier and it's great. But then there are some people where you're like, wait, is everyone's depressed or are you just a little sad and you're trying to make something about yourself and be exploitive about it? Yeah. It's just like everyone handles things in a different way. Like I've been told, you know, I have a bad temper and they say bad temper is usually sometimes a sign of depression too, because you're pissed off about so many other things that the only way you know how to release any of this is just through rage it's a right. kind of part of that i guess too i don't know um yeah I've, I've heard of a lot of people they yeah they get sad they get depressed and they just want to push everyone away because they think they're they're useless and they're not worth it or or they're worthless or whatever it is but yeah and then you were like no i need you guys to be like my rocks mm-hmm all right, back to the gynecologist. So I had to ask about the birthday thing because I'm always curious about that. I've heard of so many people where they're like, they, I broke up with the person. or they, well, I didn't even tell you that. Because how do what? Because like a lot of times you make up your mind, oh, I'm going to break up with them, but their birthday's coming up. So maybe we just, I just suck it up for another month because I don't want to dump someone right before their birthday. We didn't even, so his actual gift when I got to the end of the scavenger hunt was a record um and t-shirt brand new record from one of my all-time favorite bands like it's what i wanted but they're a band in australia and so shipping was like 25 bucks and then gonna take a month and then covid happened it took three months so what he did was gave me the picture of the gift on my birthday broke up with me two weeks later and then i just sat around for two and a half months waiting for this gift to arrive. At one point I was like, okay, he didn't order it. That was a joke. And then right before I moved out, I look, I come home from a show and it's sitting there. And it's like, that's just like the fucking night. Like that's just like him, like hurting me from the grave. Like that's just like horrible. I mean, like, do you he, knew was, he knew it was going to be that way. It's not supposed to be that way, is that what you said? No, he knew that was the way it was going to happen. So, like, he's just a piece of shit person. He, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know why I'm trying to stick up for him. You're right, fuck that guy. He hurt my friend. I don't like he's him. He's really, really not a good person. That's, and that pains me to say that because, like, I'm like, in the, like, you know, I want everyone to get along and everybody. I just, I think he doesn't, 
I, I have no respect for anybody that shows no remorse for their own actions and just kind of like, oh, I fucking hurt you. Not my problem anymore. Bye. If, especially after everything he said to me. So bottom line, I'm done. I'm not like, how are you going to trust anybody? How are you going to trust anybody ever? Let's set you up, everybody. Um, we're going to maybe take an emails. You could email me at. Uh, Joe, like your wife could, your wife could leave you tomorrow. You don't know. That's true. That could happen. How do you know? Blame her quite. Oh, because you guys said a bunch of shit to each other. Yeah, I, I, you don't know the people that this happens like a lot. It's, it's. Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm like being so negative right now. <laughs> love isn't real. <laughs> love isn't real. You know, um, here's the thing. You're still so far. What are you, 25? Don't say that. Like I'm not allowed to have feelings. I was 25. I'll tell you something right now. Um. Adam Burke, actually, he's the one that said this to me. I was going through some shit when I was 25 and he literally said, you're going to be part of a generation where life expectancy will probably be up to a hundred. So you are living, you're only a quarter through your life right now. So, you know, he was basically just telling me like, what's what you're going through right now and, and what you're, it'll all work itself out and all that kind of stuff. So now you've learned a valuable life lesson. You've gotten some great material out of it. I'm trying to spin it to the positive side. Yeah life isn't all about material you don't want to be one of those comedians every now and then i come across a comedian where i'm like i think you self-sabotage just to get two extra minutes of comedy oh i would never do that fucked up right yeah you yeah. those people that's a that's a darkness you don't want to encounter and yeah I, when, the reason i bring up your youth is because this does happen everyone i know by a, so by the time they're 30 we'll have a, a heartbreaking moment where, where just they can't figure out why they can't wrap their head around it and it just doesn't add up. Yeah. Like and I'm, a, I'm a rational person. Like for me, everything has to have a reason or else I can't move on. So like, I still, I'm just like in this limbo. Maybe, I don't he, knew, maybe he knew you were struggling to write new shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's gotten so stale lately. It's like, we get it. I haven't changed my bed. I really have like a new, like new 15 minutes just on that. It's pretty sweet. That's amazing. That's yeah. Cool. And you're going to, this is going to be a, I bet when you do your first album in like a year, in like a couple of years, maybe two years, who knows? I don't, I don't know what the future of comedy is right now. Nobody does. Uh, yeah. Bet this is like a, this, a central theme of it. I'm sure it will be, yeah. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. these are like my favorite jokes I've ever written. So that's pretty cool. So, so you, you've turned the corner as a com comedian and performer from this. And you learn that he wasn't the guy for you. You know he wasn't right for you. So yeah. People, I'm like, when you get your heart broken, yeah, it sucks and all that. But after a while, you have to understand, hey, it just wasn't meant to be, you know? I mean, it, I, again, I'm not a therapist, but I feel like that's the best piece of advice I could give you moving forward. Yeah. And if he comes back in your life in a couple of years, I don't know, marry him immediately. Because clearly, <laughs> he's sorry. He's sorry, Sarah. Bring, let him come back in here. I'm just being an asshole. I'm so sorry. All right. So you guys banged on on his birthday. No, your birthday. My birthday. And then you know how a woman yeah. usually gets a UTI is not peeing after sex. I guess I didn't. I don't know if that was the cause of this one. Whatever. Shortly after, I so I'm broken up with. It's the middle of the pandemic. What could go worse? Like I said that. Like, <laughs> And of course, when you say that, something bad happens again. And so I'm like, fuck, like, I think I have a urinary tract infection. Like, I know I do, because I've had them before. 
So I had to go to the doctor during the middle of COVID, the pandemic, which you don't want to fucking do. So I'm like, I go and she goes, here's some antibiotics. Do you know this story at all? I do not. She gives me antibiotics. I go home. It goes away. Then it comes back. Like symptoms come back. So I go back to the doctor. She goes, that sometimes happens. Here's a different set of antibiotics. Goes home. Now, just real quick for everybody listening. A UTI, urinary tract infection. Yeah. It comes about yeah, because the woman didn't pee after sex. That's one way to, uh, of it getting, yeah. Came away from a dude who probably didn't wash his penis as good as he should. There is, no, men can get it. It's just not as common. But yeah, it's like bacteria in your urethra. So like it's either it either burns or it always feels like you have to go to the bathroom even after you just went. I heard of a female comedian who talked about having a UTI and she claimed it's because she was letting dudes with dirty fingers finger her. That could be. Okay, that's part of it too. All right, there's a lot of different ways to get that tract. That's also, you can get like a yeast infection. There's so many different fucked up things that can go on with a vagina. It's so fucked up. But bottom line, it, went, it came back four times. So I had four UTIs a month, which is, you, sh- wow. you shouldn't be on antibiotics that long. Like, if that's not good. And the joke, I say, like, I come back to my doctor and my doctor looks at me and she goes, I don't know what's going on with your body and so she's like you got to go to a specialist for like women with fucked up pussy she didn't say that i said that and what she meant was a urologist which have you been to a urologist show no yeah because you're not an 80 year old man yet i will never be an 80 year old man so i'm like what i had to go down to northwestern uh at the time my insurance decided to shut off i had to pay 500 dollars out of pocket for a visit. So I'm just like, I'm literally sitting in the waiting room, bawling my eyes out. And all these old people are looking at me like, I'm like, I've had a hard month. I'm in so much pain. Like, even if I go on the toilet and I pee, I'm literally just sitting there because it still feels like I have to pee. Like, it's just the most absurd feeling. It's unlike any UTI I've ever felt. I'm like, there's something else going on. Like, this is not normal. I go to the urologist, she's, I've never been, but she's this very, very nice uh, doctor. And I tell her everything from start to finish. And she goes, I know exactly what's wrong with you. And I was like, okay, that's a good sign. She was just to make sure, like, let's do an examination. And I was like, what's an, you know, it's exactly like a gynecologist. You lay on your back and then the joke, I say like, uh, she puts a little finger in me and she fingers me a little bit. Uh, and she goes, oh which you never want to hear when someone's inside of you. Like she just found her car keys. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I never want to hear that. What? A dude did that. Like if you're intimate, you wouldn't want him to be like, oh. like there's- Oh. <laughs> I didn't know there was furniture in here. <laughs> what the fuck? And I go, I'm laying on my back and I'm like, what's going on down there? And she goes, Sarah, don't take this the wrong way. And I'm like, I already am, but what's up? I swear to God, she, this is the real doctor. She goes, in all my years, in all my practice of being a urologist, you have some of the tightest vaginal muscles I've ever felt in my career. Ooh. Yeah. And then I like cheat. And then everyone like, I usually get like half an applause break. Everyone's like, yeah. And so I say, I pull out my phone and I go, can you just say that one more time for my video, for my Tinder profile? Show your badge. So, yeah, yeah. Like, I was walking around town with like the confidence of a straight white man who had a tight pussy. I, <laughs> I don't know. It was awesome. Like to, to be told that. And so then I go, okay, but what's wrong with me? And she goes, you have something called pelvic floor dysfunction. 
And I go, no, it's not my pelvic floor. It's like my, it's like where I pee. And she goes, it's all connected down there. <laughs> like I didn't know. <laughs> and she goes, basically, I had a UTI, one UTI, probably from the birthday sex. And whenever the body has any sort of infection, the muscles around it like tense up, like they tense up because there's an infection. Um, yeah. And she goes, the infection went away, but your body didn't release. Your body didn't relax. And so it's, it's like a, it's a pain you're feeling, but it's like your muscles are doing it to your own body. Like it's doing it. You're doing it. Your pussy's attacking itself. She didn't say it, but like, and so I go, what? Like, are you, like, <laughs> what? And, um, pussy's not over the breakup and that's what's doing. It's acting out. Literally. I was like, is she sad? Like, I didn't know what was happening. And so, but she literally said, she goes, since COVID, I have had a severe increase of women coming in with this issue because everyone is sucking everything in. Everyone's so stressed and tense. I'm like, how is that? It's like TMJ, but for your pussy. It's like you're growing your teeth. You don't realize it. It's another line in the joke. It's pretty good. Um, but Isn't I go, what? So you're just squeezing in bits right now. I'm just like really quick. I just want to see if you laugh because then that means it's I, but, um, Made me think to myself that that should be part of the stimulus. We need a new stimulus, not just a check, but a stimulus. You know what I mean? We need to have- Stimulate. Yes, we need to help our ladies. Yeah, half my, half my fucking stimulus check went to that for, for a doctor to say, oh, you're doing this to yourself. So- It was worth it for the doctor to compliment you that way. That was a pretty sly little humble brag I'm sure people have given you shit for. Literally, when Marty and Paul are hosting the show and I end on that, they both come on stage and they go, wow real sly way to brag about your tight vagina sarah and then marty said it once and then paul said it and thought he was funny and i was like no marty already said that and um he's the funny one sorry paul but no it is the male a male comedian went on stage going and then the doctor said dick's too big i have never seen a dick hang like this <laughs> what is marty's joke about he's like yeah i go to therapy and they're like oh yeah you, you make women come too good or something <laughs> <laughs> But I go, so I go, how do I fix this? And she goes, 80% of the time, I tell women that they're doing it. They realize it like in their head and they can stop on their own. And I'm like, that's great. And what about the other 20% of the time? She's like, then you're going to use a suppository of Valium. Whoa. Like Valium, like you take little pill, shove it up your puss to relax your puss. I didn't realize the pills work quite like that. I thought there was more to it. I did. It's not literally like the same pill. It's like. Yes. We went from your sister throwing an enema up your asshole to now doctors yeah. you to put pills up your vagina hole. You're right. I do have a lot of weird things going up inside my body. Um, so I've been doing that and it helped right away. But like just out of curiosity, I go, what if none of that works? And she goes, it's really rare, but maybe like one or 2% of women have to come back for physical therapy. And I'm like, what? She's like, you're going to come in, lay on a table, exam table like this, and someone's going to massage the inside of your vaginal muscles. And then the joke, I say, how do we skip to that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's a good closer. No, it's a great joke. It's a great joke. I love it. I'm oh, thank you. Um, did you really say that to the doctor or no? No, I was so, I was still so pissed about the money and I was just like so mad that it was, <laughs> I almost wanted it to be like something 
not serious, but like not something that like I was doing to myself the whole time because of stress. Like, well, no, yeah, obviously you always feel stupid when it's like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. That's what's wrong with me. So yeah, no yeah. one to come to that realization. What did this doctor look like for the sake of uh, a visual I want in my head? She was like, probably like she was short blonde hair in her forties. She was like young. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Her name was also Sarah. Because if, if you were going to say like, oh, 67 years old, near retirement, I'm thinking she says this to all the gals. You know? <laughs> no? <laughs> Did, has anyone ever said maybe she was hitting on you? No. She was just like very, she was like, I can barely like get all my, like, like my fingers in here. It's very tight around here. I'm like, no one's ever. Known that about yourself going in, right? I mean, I know I'm not loose, but I just thought it was just because I was like younger and. I've only slept with like 14 guys. So I. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you, you were like, I knew I was pretty good. I didn't think I was like. I think it was like a hot dog down a hallway. I haven't had any kids and I haven't had a fucking fist in me. So like, yeah. So I, but I, when she was like, you're like extremely tight. Okay. On audio listening, everyone, Sarah did like a real like. <laughs> I forgot. No, it's cool. So Audio. Well, that's why I want everyone to bring me up on stage now. So, Sarah Perry Sperry, aka Titus Badge, in the area, in the city. I try to do a Titus Badge this side of the Mississippi. I think is fair. Yeah, you yeah. could probably say in like the plains, the greater Midwest. Right, Midwest, Midwest for sure. You're from Missouri. You're from the other side of the Mississippi, but you're I am. Oh yeah, side of the Mississippi. There you go, Sarah. Yeah. All right, Sarah, I got a couple segments I'd like to end the podcast with you. Ooh. This was fun. Sorry I gave you a hard time about your breakup. We had some, we had some okay. up and, and people sliding into your DMs being creepy with peanut butter. So we've learned some things. We learned. We, I'm going to have to look up if there's like a peanut butter fad going on. I don't know, man. About, you know? All right. So here we go. I'm going to ask you your favorites. And then we're going to end by playing a game of fuck, Mary kill. Fuck yeah. I got a twist to the game though. I have a big thing of DVDs right here on the floor next to me. I was cleaning out like a old bookcase and I just had like all the DVD. Who, who watches DVDs anymore, right? Everything's streaming these days. Yeah. Each in and at random pull them out. I'm gonna pull the three out and based on who's like on the cover of the DVD or who this is the star. That's fun. Your, your choices are gonna be for fuck, Mary kill. Okay, now favorites. If you could have one beer the rest of your life, what beer would it be? Blue moon. Blue moon, huh? Is that still popular? Wait, am I getting am I getting bloated in the scenario? Because if I am, then PBR. No, well, okay, I don't know. I didn't think that much. I asked these questions. I ask you your one beer you could have, one shot, one mixed drink. And I, I asked I'm only curious about blue moon because I know that was like I always thought that was like a fad drink. And I think it's solid, but I remember people went nuts for blue moon for a long time. You get an orange slice, it's like and it's a good so delicious, but I can only have like two. So I'd say PBR. PBR. All right, PBR. That's the one beer for your life, which I'm drinking right now. So not a fancy gal, Sarah. No, no. I'm like you. I like a, a cheap domestic American beer. Cheap. Easy yeah. beer. I'd probably choose Guinness for one for my whole life because I like something about just a pint. It's got to be in that pint glass. I think it's called an imperial pint where it's like the, the glass like balloons up a little bit there. Yeah. yeah. Boring regular glass. All right. Now, one shot. You can do one shot the rest of your life. What's it going to be? lemon drop a lemon drop that's pretty good a little <laughs> when they do the sugar rim too yeah that's good yeah make lemon drop shots back when i bartended those are popular in the 2000 
shit, when was I bar drunk? 2010 or something? All right. One mixed drink the rest of your life. What's it going to be? Vodka soda. Uh, Tito's or do you have a particular vodka or what do you like? Yeah, Tito's, yeah. Tito's. I, I honestly can't tell the difference. No, unless- I, I refuse to. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you drink it a lot, you could tell the difference between cheap vodka. And a, but like the top, can you really tell the difference between like Absolute and um, what's the other one that's really popular? Grey Goose. Goose. I doubt it. I doubt no. people. No, I can't. If you're listening and you think I'm full of shit, let me know. <laughs> uh, drunk food. When you're like hammered, what's like your one food choice? Oh, my God. And you can only pick one. Oh, uh, probably like like a like a double cheeseburger and fries. From where though? Let's get specific. Probably like fuck. Probably like Sonic. <laughs> Why did I feel like you were gonna say Sonic? Because right before you gave me a look like, "Ugh, you're gonna make fun of me for it." And that's no, what- because okay. So me and my friend Joe Loisel were like so hungry today, and we were like wanted burgers so bad. So we were thinking about doing rocks and we were thinking about doing uh Chevelle. What is it? Oh, Chevelle. Yeah. I was Chevelle. I don't know. It's something. Whatever. Bunch. And I was like, that's like too fancy. I was like, I just want a Sonic cheeseburger. And they're expect It's like on the higher end of fast food because they're huge and they're so good. Sonic is in Chicago. I didn't know there was one. Either. There is. There's one like right north of me. They know me there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, like Edgewater or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now this one's one of my favorites and you know, you might need a little time with it. So I'll have to fill the dead air. Okay. Historical person, not historical, but like, all right. Historical sounds like, a, you know, a president or something, but let, let me rephrase that. You could get drunk with a famous dead person. You have to be famous. Like who's a famous dead person you'd want to get hammered with. Um, probably Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Okay. I you'd want to bang him, but yeah. You can't bang him if he's drunk too. Maybe he could still operate. You know. I just wanna be look nice. at him. <laughs> okay. He's like, like okay, my okay, so just for reference, my dream guy, out of everybody I've ever told you that I'm into, my dream, dream, dream guy is Heath Ledger in Ten Things I Hate About You. That long great movie. Oh, that smile with like a little gap. Long like that, but I don't think I have the time or the patience. And I don't think it would fall that way. I think my hair just froze out. So yeah. Yeah, you have you're just too thick. Yeah, it wouldn't work. He is at Cool Widow's Peak too. Oh, uh, he has everything. You have a receding hairline, but it's kind of like Widow's Peak for now. Who knows what's gonna be in 10 years or so? And it looks better than when they had like the straight across hairline. And I'm yes. like, you're going bald. Cool. That's the cool way to go bald. You don't want to like I knew a young comedian, he's like 28. I'll tell you his name off air. I don't want to out him because he's got a great front hairline. I remember when I discovered it because he, he mentioned it. I'm like, you're not bald. What are you talking about? He goes, dude, look. I'm like, oh, shit. I never even I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about now? Yeah. Jeff Arcuri. I'll just yeah. say. <laughs> comedian. Everyone uh, check out his shit. But he, he's got his front hairline. I remember being like, what are you talking about? You, got, you, got, you have good hair. Yeah. I'm pointing. I'm like, oh, wow. You, that's- oh, <laughs> Just threw me off because it's just a you don't see that random yeah. Com- um, I guess it is a common way, but I've seen some more, more dudes than not they lose it up front first. Yeah. Does that like horseshoe George Costanza pattern type? Mm-hmm. Of All right, Heath Ledger's your dude, but not even to get drunk with. You just want to be with him. I just want to be with him. So. All right. Okay. Well, Sarah, um, tell everyone where they could find you. We're gonna do the fucking okay. 
people, but I'm thinking about whether or not I'll put this on the regular podcast or throw this on the Patreon. So tell everyone where they can find you. Um, my website and my Twitter and my Instagram are Sperry Comedy. So that's And there's where. a series about you coming out soon, right? Yeah, they tell me this week. I mean, it's been pushed off so long. I worked really, really hard on it. I filmed it last late last year. So, oh my God, it's been so long. But it's basically my whole doctor bit, my old doctor bit put into a sketch. And the quality is amazing. They're just like getting the coloring just right. But that'll be on my YouTube and my Instagram as well. So as soon as it's out, as soon as I have any of it. So That's awesome. Okay. Now we are going to play game called fuck Mary kill everybody you guys know the rules and how i like to do it i've got a big pile of dvds i'm gonna pull out random here now i'm pulling around it one fell out of the box already first one i'm pulling well this is almost too easy it's the movie Moneyball with brad pitt mm, okay brad pitt's gonna be one of your choices can i choose jonah hill you could choose jonah hill if you want <laughs> okay yeah i have is it sexist of me to be surprised that you've seen Moneyball? Maybe slightly. Well, it. Didn't mean to, it to be because it's a baseball movie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you should give me a hard time for it. I don't know why. I just in my brain, and not that I just have never talked sports with you. And when I brought up sports earlier, you're like, "Uh, dumb sports." So that's why I just assumed you would not see a sports I'm not movie. Like obsessed with them, like my twin sisters. But I mean, I grew up with the Cardinals. We went to games all the time, and that was our only good professional sports team so it was baseball brad pitt jonah helms like super bowl when you were like when i was little the rams were good yeah there you go all right next one well no so it really wasn't that sexist to me it was context clues of you saying you don't like sports but that's a very yeah you said on your own i wasn't even thinking that all right all right here we go next one touching yourself movie's so underrated the movie is slackers here's what i do when it's a multiple cast on the cover i pick a number I'll tell you the number of people on the cover. It's one, two, three, four, five, six. So you have to pick a number between one through six. Real quick though, have you seen the movie Slackers? No, I haven't. It is an underrated comedy that came out in the year 2002. Real quick, the it's 86, 86 minutes long. It's such a short movie. It's short. half. Here's it with stars. It stars Devin Sawa, Jason Schwartzman, uh, James King or Jamie King, I forget what she goes by, but she's smoking hot. Jason Siegel has a big role in it. Oh, big name in it. Michael C. Morona, who was, was a child or a teen actor on Nickelodeon shows. I think he was in like, um, I can't remember what he was in, but he's also one of the brothers in Home Alone. He wasn't Buzz, but the other brother. Can we do Jason Siegel? I'll let you do Jason Siegel. Okay, he's like the only one I know. Okay, you, you had a rough quarantine. I'll let you pick. You got Brad Pitt and Jason Siegel so far, but I do okay. recommend Slackers. I think I'm gonna watch that actually. All right, picking the last one. Let's see. Oh, holy shit! Another comedy from about the same era. It's the movie Road Trip. Have you ever seen Road Trip? Maybe when I like wasn't allowed to watch it, I feel like that looks so familiar. God, that made me feel real old that you weren't not at one point not allowed to watch a movie. This also came out in the year 2001, I believe it says, or 2000. This movie uh, was right after American Pie. So Sean mm. was like red hot at this time. I've, uh, okay. That's, so, that's different from, oh, yeah, because the title is Dude, Where's My Car? Okay. Uh, where's My Car? So he had a great run of American Pie. Yeah. 
the American Pie 2, Dude, Where's My Car? And then he went off and did a couple action movies with like, he was in one with The Rock and a few other people. He's probably the most successful of the American Pie cast. I mean, mm-hmm. Biggs was really big. And I, I mean, yeah. a lot of the female actresses did well. Tara Reid went down a weird path, I think, unfortunately. All right. Um, I'm going to let you not choose this one because I, I want to mix it up here. One, two, three. I'm going to choose Amy Smart. We're going to get a woman in there. Okay. We can do all dudes. I've no. never dudes, though. Whenever I pick it, I, I always have like people pick someone they don't want always. Are you looking up Amy Smart right now? Yeah, because I know who she is, but I um, Oh, oh, she, um, from Just Friends. She's in, she's been in a million things, this woman. And Butterfly Effect. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Jason Siegel, Amy Smart, and Brad Pitt. Who are you going to F? Who are you going to marry? Who are you going to kill? I'm going to marry Jason Siegel. He's hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious, writer, musician. Writes good songs. Well, chubby's like in his tummy, so he'll be a good snuggle buddy. Yeah. He, um, he, he went full nude in a movie. And Sarah Marshall, he showed. Yeah. I got a surprise for you. <laughs> the movie's so underrated, Sarah Marshall. I it's love- my favorite movie of all time. It might be one of mine, too. It's really. Yeah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. When I tell people that, they're like, what? I'm like, rewatch it. No, I don't know. People don't love that. There's a lot of movies I've been revisiting from the late 2000, like 2007 to 2010. Oh, good. That amazing. You know, it's another underrated movie. It's more like romantic side, I guess. Um, Easy A with Emma Stone. That's good. And I love you, man, which is also with Jason Segel. Really good too. There's another one I watched recently where I'm like, fuck, this movie is so funny. I can't think of it right now. But anyway, all right. So you're going to marry Jason Segel. Marry Jason Segel. Um... Fuck Brad Pitt, just to say, like, that I did that. And I'm, like, convinced he probably has, like, a really small penis, so I want to see that. And then I would just kill Amy Smart. She, I mean, she's okay. I don't have a opinion of her either way. I just had to kill someone, so I get it. And it's, yeah. you know, a woman killing a woman doesn't make it bad. Um, where a lot of the times the dudes are like, I can't kill one of them. You know, if I give them the choice, they're like, I can't kill a woman. It's 2020. Why do you think Brad Pitt's got a small dog? Because he's... So handsome and good at everything else. So you just you assume. Yeah. You know what though? I look everyone watching and listening. I got I got sad news for you. I have no idea what Brad Pitt's rocking. You you could very well be right, Sarah. But I've I've heard this before throughout it, my life where someone's like, I bet they're dumb, or I bet they're this, or because they see something that's so unbelievable. There are plenty of times where the starting quarterback is the valedictorian. I was like that at my high school. Like, Everybody has one shortcoming now. Everybody. You, but sometimes it's something where you're like, oh, they're missing a toe. Who cares? And everything else is amazing. Yeah, he could be. Okay, then they'll have good sex. There you go. Well, there you go. Either way. Win win. Yeah. It seems like such a great guy that I can't imagine. No, you know, he does have, he's, he was like a, he was addicted to painkiller or painkiller, pain pills. And, um, ooh, careful. I'm going to try to fix him. Do <laughs> you like bad boys? We've established that. And um, it was like an alcoholic. There was Angelina Jolie was telling stories about him in like their breakup papers or something. So is he like sober now? He's sober now, which I don't think that, look, people go through stuff. I'm not knocking that, but you were saying, what's his flaw? I think that might have been his flaw. Or, or it could be the, the small package you were insinuating about, upon. It'll probably, it, it would be an interesting leg. You know what I mean? All right, I think you have some very good choices, everybody. Um, that's been uh, this round of Fuck, Mary Kill with the very funny Sarah Perry uh, everyone follow her on Instagram at Sperry Comedy. Did I get that correct? Yes. 
Yeah. Also, if you're in Chicago, Sarah has been at, at every club multiple times a week. I feel like since things have opened back up, you have been like the number one go-to um, just kicking ass. I'm on a show. So I'll see you again. Um, and it's really awesome to see. Keep it going. Um, and uh, yeah, all the best to you. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for having me. Yeah, finally, we were able to successfully. I know. What if it wasn't recording this whole time? It says recording in the corner. <laughs> so I hope to God. When, I, when you leave, I'm going to make sure I don't fucking click something the wrong way. Okay, I'm going to leave. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. The podcast.